You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 72. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack like in podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 72. Setentidos. We are crack pack lacking in on a little Tuesday here in the Chuck Vegas. Um, coming to you with a topic of obedience today. Never heard of it. Yes, um, John probably hasn't. Craig and I will hopefully <laughs> teach John a thing or two today. Be interested to see what John's come up with. I think he's the most prepared of the group today, so I'm proud of him. Really trying to pick, pick us up. Uh, Greg and I have been bebopping around with a thing or two, so we're interested to see what you got, John. Um, we do want to take a little thanks, a second to give some thanks for all the people who have been subscribing. We've gotten some recent uh, ratings and reviews. Uh, it's meant a lot to us. Yeah, another thing is uh, thank you for all the people who keep voting for us on Podcast Magazine. Once again, we made it on their Hot 50 list. Uh, it's a great honor again. We appreciate all of you taking the time to uh, submit us and listening to us. And like the hot dog of, Met, of Lake Charles here said, um, you know, continue to rate and review the podcast. It's really helpful for us. We really appreciate y'all's input. Yeah, and on today's topic, we're going we're gonna to discuss a few things like uh, being obedient to God, maybe our values in life, friends, job, I don't know, the law. Maybe a little happenings on the difference in obedience and accountability. I think we've hit on the accountability topic back in the past a little bit. So I think that there's splitting a few hairs on that as well. But before we hop in, our good buddy Johnny here, he's kind of the master of this, is going to bring in the would you rather. You got a guest helping you out on this today? You coming up with this on your own? No, what you got? this is something that I came up with this morning. I figured that uh, you know we would need a little assistance on the... Would you rather? But look at that. You came in hot with one, but uh, I'm going to defer on yours for now and go ahead and use my would you rather. So, Can't wait. Oh, awesome. We'll, we'll see if you survive your trip, and then you can use yours next. It'll be really <laughs> pertinent. <laughs> All right, guys. Here we go. Would you rather have to diet for an entire year, meaning you're going to be having less calories than you need, you're going to be hungry, or have to overeat at every meal? So you're going to be over full. You're, not, you're going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be a great experience for you every time that you eat. Who wants to go and get this Craig, first? I feel like you and I both have a lot that we can share on this topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Interesting. Who goes first? Okay, I'll go first. Huh. Well, so over full, like eat too much. You're just like, oh, that was like, like Thanksgiving dinner full versus kind of always being a little hungry because you're dieting. 
Oh, so I coincidentally am wrapping up a diet program called. I know Whole, that was that was yeah, kind of why I was really proud my attention because I'm like, CC's yeah. got some uh, some insight on this with his diet. Oh He's man, right I tried a program called Whole Thirty, which is thirty days of no alcohol, sugar, processed foods, dairy, um, you know, grains, wheats, oats, beans, a lot of stuff, right? Some amazing pancakes Greg's been making. Yeah, healthy pancakes. <laughs> But it's crazy. So, and it's, uh, you know, I was telling the guys, you kind of go through a stage of mourning when you start this kind of stuff, you know, because you can't have all the good stuff. So you're, you're sad, then you're angry, then you're like, <laughs> you're doing all this, you go through all these emotional roller coasters. And the idea is you're trying to break those addictions to sugar and, and, uh, you know, having a little wine. Anyway, you get over it and you kind of accept it. And it's interesting. So I have been calorie restricted to some extent. Not that they restrict your calories. You just, a lot of times you just can't find stuff to eat because you didn't prep in time. But, uh, I don't know, my, my mental clarity's there. I'm sleeping good. Um, lost a little weight. Energy's on top. And I've also kind of paralleled that uh, diet with a little uh, devotional I'm doing. So there was a bit of a, a reflection and, and sacrifice tied to it. I've also been on the flip side. I love food, love drink. I have overindulged and, you know, kind of that that feeling you get when you've had a full stomach and you just kind of, you know, doze off. But because I'm on this trend, I'm going to go with the whole year of restricting a little bit because i'm afraid if i overeat every meal at the end of that year i'll probably be an extra 100 pounds <laughs> overweight, and then i'll have to do it over and this is gonna be a struggle so i'm gonna kind of live on the lean side and and uh do that for a year since i'm in the zone already i'll just add 11 more months well that's awesome cc taking care of the mind body and spirit all in one good work my man how about you hot dog man i knew cc and i would probably be going different directions on this because a lot of my life i've tried to eat more to gain weight so milk I've monster <laughs> i've done it that peanut butter sandwiches uh i did back in the day when especially when i was playing ball and then other times in my life i have tried to eat figure out what my daily caloric burn off is and then eat i don't know 500 to a thousand calories over which i don't super like but then i'm thinking to myself if i'm doing that for a whole year at some point my stomach's going to get used to it's going to expand to the point where i'm like okay get 500 calories over i'm pretty used to that whatever say i was trying to burn off get get 2500 a day so i need to get three gram well then my stomach after a month or two is going to be pretty used to the three grand so i'm guessing i've got to have this feeling of uncomfortability then i'm blowing myself up to, to 3500 so i'm kind of thinking this could get a little problem problematic for me at the same time when i if i was going the other direction i'm not super exciting to be around when i'm hungry <laughs> um <laughs> I think we have our answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing the pot belly hot dog. <laughs> I can't imagine that, dude, because I've tried to eat a lot in my life, and I've never had that problem. So I don't really want to go around being hungry my every 45 minutes of trying to find some type of snack. Um, so I would choose the eating. I'd rather feel just a little uncomfortable because I'd rather – I mean, I could feel that feeling and then just enhance the workouts or something. So I don't think I would have really ever gained the weight I never had before. Johnny? Well, guys, surprisingly, uh, I think Hot Dog and I are going to be on the same page as far as this is concerned. Nice. Um, this is scary. I know. <laughs> I was just thinking I'm going to change my mind and go with Cece over here. Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Whenever I am hungry, I do get irritable, uh, particularly I notice that during Lent time. Whenever I fast all day, it's difficult to do. And uh, sometimes I feel myself or hear myself being more snippy than uh, I normally would be. So... I think I would go after the a little uncomfortable um, overeating a little bit. 
I was going to shoot for maybe 250 calories. Uh, if y'all would have asked, that would have been, would have been the answer, you know, over 250 calories. So I feel like you could exercise that off and maybe not get too out of control in a year. It's not bad. I think it should be 500. And you could overeat well, pretty clean food. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's true. Yeah, you got that not, relative. You know what I mean? That's another option. I might be on that train. So I would yeah. go with a little overeating, and I would just try to maybe go work out with Craig Cream here and, and keep the weight under control <laughs> by overeating. Get on the crazy CC workout. <laughs> I know. Dude. That will take it off quick. <laughs> That's that awesome. pretty good would you rather, dude. That there's, was good, yeah. I kind of felt the CC way of there's no great answer no, here. No, there isn't, because I could go both ways depending on the scenario, but that's awesome. I'm just shocked that see, that uh, Hot Dog Man and I are on the same same side wow. with this. Yeah. I feel like something's about to go wrong. I feel like it's a change in John's life for the better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obedience. Yeah, and... Well, oh, one more thing, you know, before we get started, I just had a phone call from a loyal listener and, you know, they're looking forward to being invited uh, to this concert put on by CC, who is <laughs> a world-renowned re- pianist. <laughs> so, Dr. Foray said he wants to get in on that action uh, oh, whenever you start putting yeah. on concerts. <laughs> hey, he contemplated it the other night at the banquet we were at. I mean, there was a whole stream of instruments up there. We had some, the whole lineup. So, he wants front row tickets? <laughs> I think so. I think so. The backstage well, pass. He's, at, he's asking early to get oh, in. Oh, my gosh. So. That's awesome. Anyway, for you guys, that was a little um, joke uh, leading back to last week's Would You Rather. It was a whole lot of giggles, a whole lot of fun that was we had. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, tune in and hear all the giggles. And uh, you can probably hear the tears streaming down Hot Dog's face. <laughs> he was laughing so hard. Concert this weekend. I've never laughed that hard. I'm wondering, if April got her chance yet? Oh, gosh. Yes. Her dad called, texted her. <laughs> Have you listened to the podcast? I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome good time she was laughing just like oh my gosh you guys <laughs> okay <laughs> obedience john since you're the most prepared why don't you come out swinging for us well you know i was just contemplating after you sent that uh topic to us 10 minutes ago the different um different ways that you know we are Lies like we are required to be <laughs> obedient you know you have civil authority that you have to be obedient be obedient to professionally all of us have organizations uh, or rules regulations that we have to be obedient to um two of the three of us are married so we have um the obedience to the vows that we made um you know i think there's tons of opportunity or tons of requirements for us to be obedient uh, on a daily basis um it could be something just as simple as as you signed up to purchase something, now you've you've agreed to pay for whatever you know, t- big screen TV, maybe a car. Um, you know, you need to be obedient and follow through with uh, that contract that you made and pay for the service or whatever it is that's being provided for you. So, there's a lot of different things I think we can talk about today. We can talk about the children. I know Cece and I. We're raising children, trying to get them to be obedient. His, it sounds like, are a lot more obedient than mine currently. <laughs> They're a little older, though. <laughs> they are a little they bit a older. He has a leg up there. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think it can go a bunch of different ways. How about you, Hado? Yeah, I think um, that's an interesting take on it. I think when I really 
was thinking of the topic again our friend Megan Boudreau um, who came out last week with a great episode was talking about obedience and really an obedience to God and that's kind of where I went with it first and then you do dumb down the definition it talks a lot about order law the things that John's being complicit um, or compliant with one thing or another but I, I start with being obedient to God and then when I was looking at that you have like obedience to the rules regulations i don't know you can break out the ten commandments or something and then there's a lot of happenings uh throughout the bible about um ways we you know should live guidance uh, from the lord things like that uh and then you just have being able to be obedient to maybe i don't know your calling in life your purpose in life what the lord's telling you to do like megan spoke about a bunch so when i think of it that's more where my my brain goes starting with that and we'll, we'll probably delve into that a good bit what you think about it cc First thing comes to mind is me and Steve's obedience to Matt's podcast schedule. <laughs> That's true. Because you know how that is. Oh, man. Oh, you got to be on. Hey. I don't want to turn into that horse that he keeps beating. <laughs> Where's CC at when I do oh, It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, but I kind of in line with you guys. Like, you think of your whole life, you know, where's obedience played into it? You know, when you're a kid, obedience to your parents, you know, in society, obedience to law and order, and then our obedience to God and his will for us. And it's sort of like, you know, you look at times when people have fought obedience and people comply. And I think it's for our, you think about your, it's for your own safety. You know, you want your kids to be obedient because it's really for their safety out of love. Mm -hmm. And whenever, uh, as a child, you've kind of followed this law and order, you know, you tend to have more of a peaceful, we always think it's like a restriction or a limitation and it's like a punishment. But at the end of the day, you know, laws and these things are in place to kind of give us peace and order and happiness to guarantee we'll be safe at the end of the day or safe when we, you know, go from one destination to the other. So I think obedience is pretty awesome. And I think I look forward to talking about how, you know, each stage of life, maybe how that's kind of plays out. Yeah. And I think what's interesting when you say that CC, uh, right. Again, a lot of it's there for our protection, guidance, things like that. And I think in order to be obedient, you have to first like have some sort of faith or some type of trust in what you're being obedient or compliant to. Again, could be civil laws that you're following. Uh, in our case, we're, we're all very spiritual people, um, believers in the Lord. So we're not a real issue for us to be compliant and trust what we you know read out of the Bible or hear from a priest, pastor, things like that. So I think it starts with some form of trust in what you're going to be obedient to. And really when I think about this too, I think about my dear friend, John. <laughs> and you know, two things on John. First, a little ribbing. Oh, His non-obedience back in the fun days of you know things we've, we've heard from dear Paul, some great <laughs> stories then uh, coming to the rescue and John having to learn some lessons for not being obedient. And then we have older John that took a 180 turn around in life and is now the one dishing out the guidelines to people like myself, <laughs> hot dog here. And sometimes in my own life, I haven't really been obedient to the advice John's given. That's true. I'm, again, That's true. to his peril. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but I think in my older age, I'm starting to realize there's something to be said for John and his wisdom when I probably didn't back then. And I'm a little more obedient. So I, I thought of John a lot, actually, when I thought about this topic. Well, you know, it seems really appropriate that you would think of me and all the wisdom that I've been bestowing on you. Um, well, hopefully sometime in the near future, you will quit resisting that and start just embracing it. I feel like I've just embraced it quite a bit. It's not 100% like I embrace CC. Again, yeah, CC tells me to jump off the great. bridge. I'm like, that's the law, baby. We're <laughs> off. No, it's exciting. I mean, you know, talking about this topic, obedience, um, 
you know, traditionally most of the laws, social contracts, things that were devised throughout history were based on the law of, uh, you know, whatever God's will was, the Ten Commandments or whatever uh, particular uh, religion that you were, you know, a part of. And, and going for, going back or going to now in the United States, that's where most of our laws were traditionally based on, uh, you know, thou shalt not kill, um, you know, some of those things steal. Um, so I think it's, it's interesting to look at how those things were originally implemented and have been changed over the years. Yeah. How society's changed. Some and of the society has certainly changed that, for that. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm listening to this Bible in the year podcast. I think some of y'all you yeah, kind of checked it out. And it's interesting. You look in the Old Testament, you know, God gives all these wonderful things to his people and just asks them to be obedient and follow his law. And inevitably, every single time they're not obedient, it doesn't always work out well for them. You know, he lets them know, yeah, you kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. And there's usually repercussions for that. And then, you know, in the new covenant, God kind of puts that will in our hands and say, hey, you know, I've kind of given you the... The, the security and I've given you all these great blessings uh, ask that you be obedient to me I'll be obedient to you and it you know it, it comes down to it's really in our hands and you know in our life I think we look and see times where we're not obedient and it it never really works out well at least for me it doesn't um but whenever we are or at least I am I feel like man life kind of flows much better you know I've heard it said that uh, obedient Obedience to God's law sets you free, and obedience or disobedience leads to slavery and sin. Mm. And, you know, I think that's uh, certainly been true in my life at times where I've gotten off the path. You know, you just get run down. You just get um, drained. It's just uh, tasks that should be happy and joyful uh, experience. That just You lose some of that joy and happiness that are associated with it by uh going down the path that you shouldn't be going oh, you're great. welcome john's at level six right now. <laughs> i know <laughs> i was just almost popped out of my head i was like Dude. god who are we talking to um awesome. I, I think that two things there john very simple yet true i think that, sh- that when you're not being obedient and correct kind of hit on that it can have an impact on yourself mentally physically uh the way you live in your life um guilt things like that and i think craig what you were saying is kind of one of my personal struggles is I can follow pretty good the black and white letter of something. But then, like you just said, in the New Covenant, you get the free will given to you. And trying to figure out what to do with that free will uh, at times for me has been pretty difficult. And trying to really hear God and what he's trying to tell us to be obedient to. Again, I found it very inspiring what our friend Megan said last week. Heck um, yeah. Mm-hmm. She heard it and she was like going. No, nothing. All the outside noise that you hear from people. No know, safety net. No backup plan. That's she right. She was just. She was all in. Heard the Com- call and in. Complete trust. That's just inspiring to me because sometimes in my own life it's hard to really hear what we're supposed to be doing versus like if you're again if you're reading something or it's a black and white letter of the law in front of you again something out of the bible or i don't know civil law pretty easy to follow but when it's something that you're given the free will the ability to try to discern what that is totally different thing you know it's interesting it's a good segue you mentioned faith and trust earlier yeah and um you know i highly recommend this consecration to saint joseph yeah fantastic book awesome book book. um, by father calloway and i think you know you look at saint joe and even more importantly, his wife, Mary, um, were probably the ultimate examples of obedience because they got that voice right through a dream 
and they're like, what? I'm going to have a baby. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and in St. Joe, you get a, you know, somebody's like, hey, your wife's pregnant. And he's like, wait a minute. I didn't have anything to do with that. And, then, and having the, <laughs> you know, the, that's a great analogy. You know, the faith yeah. and trust that um, this is what God wants. And they were obedient to his, to God's, to God's voice, his call. And, you know, and I'm looking at St. Joseph and his obedience to the, to poverty, obedience to chastity, kind of basically he lived his whole life to serve Mary and Jesus and gave up everything. I mean, he just basically was there for them 24-7 and uh, to, to be their protector, to guard them, um, to teach the, you know, God child, you know, the God child, you know, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> As he what, says with air quotes. You know, through his example, you know, and um, so it's pretty interesting uh, when you think about that. Yeah, you know, I think it's something that, you know, whenever you get those calls, it isn't always necessarily going to be an easy decision. Certainly that wasn't uh, an easy, comfortable um, endeavor that they had to encounter, hopping on their donkey and running around from people who were trying to kill them and do all the stuff that went on during that time. So, you know, the things that you may be asked to do may not be the most pleasant experiences, but, uh, you know, there's a reason for that. And, um, you know, if you have the the will to push through and follow that um, inkling of what you need to have done, I think uh, we'll all be better off for it. And I think too, when you, when you hear something like that, um, the call and trying to be obedient to it, if you're not, and you don't go down that road, you always have the thought of, man, I wonder what it would have been. And, and, or like John says, you, you might learn the hard way um, about not necessarily being obedient, but I think there's something to be said when you are obedient to something that you might not know why you're doing it or why you're being called to be there seeing what comes out on the other side of it. There's something to be said for that too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and going back, uh, looking back at the first people in history who deserved to have a spanking, we're going to go back to talk about Adam and Eve again, like we did a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. You know, this all started uh, over <laughs> a meal, like we said. We had uh, convenience of fast food, something else like that. It sounds like they were living on this 30 by 30 diet like CC over here, so it was more difficult to get food. Uh, but, you know, that was the first thing that, um, you know, there was a disobedience to the will of God to, Absolutely. you know, taste of the forbidden fruit. Um, you know, you can say that they were tricked into it. Uh, but certainly they ultimately made the decision to take the fruit, put it in the mouth, and, you know, we've been dealing with the consequences ever since then. You know, it's interesting. You look at law. God had a law. Don't eat from this tree, please. It can have everything else. It's going to yeah, be great. Just one tree. Life will be wonderful. But, you know, yeah, very you're simple. tempted by the devil. And you think about law and order in society nowadays, you know, look in the last couple of years. You look at the, you know, how we've had a lot of social unrest, people not trusting the police. You know, there's a law in place to protect the people. And, and you know, if people are breaking the law, you know, they don't always maybe trust the law enforcement because of experiences they had where the law enforcement didn't necessarily uh, do things the way that they should have done. You know, that's, that might be where that prejudice comes from, even though there's more probably good guys out there than bad guys. And, but nonetheless, whether the, the good guys, you know, abuse the law or the bad guys uh, try to break the law, it always leads to disorder and unrest. And, you know, it was designed for peace and it comes back to everybody's doing what they want to do, right? Their will. Like, this is me imposing my will on the law as opposed to, 
you know, having faith and trust that it's in place to keep you safe, whether it's God's law for your life or, you know, the go- you know, I'll say the government's, but, you know, societal laws that keep us safe so that I can go to the store and back and know that, you know, people are going to stop at a red light. You know, right. people aren't going to go, and I'm going to get home. It's there so I get back to my family, you know, and not pushing pushing my limits on those things. Well, my wife might not stop at the red light. She might look <laughs> both directions and plow through. Hey, so. you know, or rolling stop. <laughs> I've been guilty of that. <laughs> What about this side of it? Um, I think one of y'all touched on it really early on. Again, I can't really speak to it, but the obedience of children and raising children, and the and I mean, we can all relate to being kids. But I think there's something to be said for following um, guidance from parents or giving the guidance, uh, the rules, regulations of the household. Flatuki Biscuit probably could chime in on some great happenings he's been having with John. Um, what about that side of things? Y'all got y'all got anything y'all want to share on that and the importance of that? That was one of the things that I had written down to talk about. Uh, the fifth commandment, honor your father and mother. Um, you know, I think that's a big thing that uh, as parents, certainly Cece and I have tried to instill um, safe um, actions, safe behaviors for our children. Looking forward to when Hot Dog starts going through this and we get to laugh and make fun of him. Kind of like CC does to me right now. <laughs> I'm gonna just be just like CC though. <laughs> Y'all crazy. But you know, I think it's something that has degraded uh, over time, where we have fewer and fewer people honoring their father and mother. And I think it's a that is a good parenting and teaching tool that you know you can show people um, or show your children you know what path is is better or more appropriate or safer or um, you know, we'll keep them healthy. You know, there's a lot of different things that can be gained through in that, through that, through those interactions, uh, if they're done appropriately. Certainly, it isn't all smooth. You can ask my parents. My brothers and sisters were heathens. That was really <laughs> when I thought about this, thinking, God, John has come a long way in being more obedient to his parents since I've known him. <laughs> Still looking out for you, Mother Caraway. Yeah. Well, I will say, you know, over the years, I did receive some spankings from my parents. And I may have deserved one. <laughs> Your brother's probably maybe, set you up on the rest of them. Maybe, yeah, Ramsey probably set me up on that. <laughs> no, I mean, it comes down to, yeah, you try your best. You know, you look at these shows, uh, was it Dr. Phil, Mari Povich, and there's like these episodes where these kids are like, I don't care what you say, you know, and they're like running the house and the parents are just kind of got this wild-eyed look like, I don't know what happened, you know, and you go back to when they were like toddlers, I'll tell you what happened. You, you know, you you did you wanted to be their friend and, you know, ta-ta, um, but the reality is you're molding them as an adult. So Absolutely. once they're out of your house, that's it, you know, and so – um it's funny. It seems like in your mind, it's like, well, if I discipline my child, they're not going to like me or love me. But actually, the opposite is true in my experience. And not that we're perfect at this, but, you know, it seems like the more discipline and, and uh, structure you give them, the safer they feel, right? And they end up becoming, you know, now our girls are teenagers and, you know, they love to be around us. We have to, well, I'll say my youngest is that's up in, that's a, that's a debate. <laughs> but I think as they mature, maybe they look back and it becomes more of like, they do become truly a friend because they're almost only young right. adult and they just want to hang out and play and spend all their time, you know, together. So whether that's, you know, and I, I guess there's extremes, you know, you can be overbearing to an extent. Um, you know, I don't think any of us have the right answer, but I think you do your best to just give them some structure and guidance. All righty there. Well, how about this week, hot dog? You have anything that made you hit the brakes or pump the gas or vice versa? 
I think it's, I think it's pump, pump the brakes. Pump. Hit the gas. Pump the brakes. We're going to let that slide gas. by for <laughs> <laughs> See what it's like to be on the other side of the coin here. Um, yeah, and I think it's going to be hitting the gas. Good buddy Cannon and I are embarking kind of on our yearly little trip out here, and we're going to Zion National Park. Pretty excited about this. Wish I'd been invited. Um, I'd be fun. Neither would have gone, <laughs> even though Craig Craig's kind of almost working me in on a trip here. I feel like we're on the outer edges of it, and I just can't wait. Uh, 2021 <laughs> might be my year, and I know if Craig and I go, that means John will come. So, um, yeah, we're going out to Zion. I've been wanting to go there for a while. We're going to do some hiking. Um, one of the scariest hikes in North America is on the agenda here. I saw that. And I'm hoping we come back in one piece. I, I'm really hopeful, not really I'm for myself. Of course, I want to be alive, but for the listeners – especially our everyday eddie said so we really do appreciate it if not this is probably it this is probably the last podcast we shoot <laughs> oh you got it man because they don't know what they're doing and i begged and pleaded them to understand the equipment maybe bro lady will come in and do a tutorial for him one day <laughs> but this might be it so uh no i'm really excited to be able to get out a little bit i uh, just got back from north carolina a few weeks ago so it's good to be out and about and hopefully come back in one piece well, there would be some advantages. I mean, we'd have an extra mic, uh, you know, when we had um, <laughs> guests come in. You know, I feel like we could get our good buddy Green Paul to log in and set up the equipment and turn it on and off. I think it'd be fine, CC. How about you? I, yeah, I don't know. It'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> There'd Not be really. no structure to this podcast. Oh, no. It, um, oh, we need a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It wouldn't be the same. But yeah, we would. We'd be recording on like a tape recorder and giving Bro Lady a cassette tape. Hey, you need to play this into your mic and make it a podcast. <laughs> you just got to make sure you space yourself out a little bit so you have enough room in case uh, people start nudging you off that trail, man. There's like, what, a foot width on that thing? That's right, man. Gonna gonna climb up, hold on to some chains. Uh, it's going to be a long hike, so I'm going to make sure to bring pretty, plenty of salty and sweet out there mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so we can survive on the food end of things. But no, I'm looking forward to it. There's another hike you hike uh, called the Narrows through some water. Um, it ought to be a, a good time. Hopefully the water's not too cold. I hear it's pretty cold, but we'll survive, make some mems, and make it on back. Yeah, the videos that I uh, saw of the area where you... On the very limited footing. Uh, yeah, one by one area, looks, way up in the air. It looks amazing. Ooh, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure if John was with us on the trip, Craig, he'd be, he'd be going right. so fast. Just hauling butt. He really is. High he's hard to keep it. up. He's hard to keep up with out on the trails. Um, but look, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us, and I do want to give a little special thanks to my good little buddies here. Some we had a little prayer time for the cast every day. Maybe one day we'll get it out there. Appreciate those prayers I got today. You I feel like I was showered with prayers today. Yeah, yeah, you are. You're going to come back just fine. Yeah, um, and I appreciate it. And I am thankful that y'all have been obedient to showing up <laughs> to the cast. Um, doing a good job with We've that. We've seen that stick. We're not really <laughs> obedient to, to listening and trying to pick a topic. Uh, I threw it. John and I were texting yesterday. I said, what you want for a topic? He literally just ghosted, didn't even respond back. It's and true. then this morning at about 10 o'clock, hey, what's the, what topics we got here? Um, <laughs> I'm being obedient to my uh, podcast role, and it is not come up with a topic. Because you don't want the finger snap. That's true. <laughs> don't want the finger snap. Uh, but we do appreciate everybody uh, being obedient and listening to us and tuning in. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast.
perfect timing Sun is shining Nothing more I need yeah. If you feel like This your best life Won't you sing with me